everybody you are listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show well okay here we go you know what's important what's what can be a huge part of your success is if you if you find a balance if you find a balance in your life that's that's been very important for me. And I've really never phrased it this way until now, but I was kind of thinking about it after my wife and I. I mean, we set up one night recently, man. You know, I often come on here, and this is kind of an inspirational moment of the show, and I, I try to remind people about that most important relationship between you and God. And that's, that's the apex of it. That's, that's, the, that's the top of the crown. You gotta form the relationship with God. If you don't, everything else struggles. It's hard to be a good husband without God. It's hard to be a good family man without God. It's hard to be successful without God, man. It's hard to be hard to get through this thing called life without God. So that's clear. But at the same time, you can't talk about God twenty four seven. You got to go to work. Come on, man. Let's just be real. I ain't doing, I ain't your pastor and I ain't at your church. But let's just be real about it. You know, people tell you you got to keep your mind stayed on him and all like that. That's that's a true statement. Got to keep your mind stayed in that area. I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to live, but you got to keep your mind stayed in that area of God, of doing the right thing, caring about people. That's what I took it as. Now, I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm not saying it the way you've been taught. I can only do me. Now, but after that, you got to go to work. You got to have some fun. You got to take care of your business. 
And that's the balance you have to find. So it, once you focus on shoring up your relationship with God, you gotta, you gotta balance this now. Now you got to allocate some time, I don't care who you are, for your family. If you're gonna have a family, you got to allocate some time for them. See, we can't just marry these women or make these kids and then neglect them. And fellas, especially if I'm talking to men out here, and ladies, you can listen too, but uh, listen, if you find yourself struggling in your life, man, and you can't seem to get it together, let's just go over a couple of things. The first two things, if you find yourself struggling, you can't seem to pull it together and reach your goals and get to where you want to go, let's, let's just do a, a check. How is your relationship with God? And then next, how much time are you taking to allocate for your family? Now, your family don't always live in your house. But if you made them, they're yours. And the responsibility to them is never lessened because you don't stay there no more. Because you and the girl broke up. You and the woman don't speak. That, hey man, that don't ever release you from the obligation. Feel me when I'm telling you this now. Because I'm not telling you something I'm wondering about. I've had to live through them years. So two things you can start looking at. If you're not where you want to be and you ain't, you ain't really solid, you can't figure out why you keep spinning your wheels. Have you just done a random inventory, man? Have you just checked on your relationship with God? Have you checked on the time you're spending dedicated towards your family, your children that you created? If, if them two things is out of sync, man, that, that I can tell you right now, you can go on and get to explaining yourself away just like that. Hey, man, how come you ain't where you want to be? Well, because, man, I really ain't. But if you really ain't, then you really ain't. The third thing is you got to allocate the necessary time for your business. You got to handle your business. All of this, man, is, is the way it works. And the order, the order is God first. Family second. Then you got to handle all your business. But as men, this is what we do. If I don't handle my business, I can't take care of my family. True statement. But if your business is in front of your family, you out of order. Now, nah, that's all we talking about now, ain't it? See, that's that's all we really saying here now, fellas. You know, you know, I mean, I mean, come on, man. You know, let's let's have a real conversation about being better. You know, if you done created these children, you got to handle your business. You may not like the girl no more. You and the woman might have broken up. Y'all might go your own way. But what that got to do with the child, though, man? You got to handle your business. They got to know who daddy is. That's your obligation, man. And God ain't letting you off the hook for that. Try it. Go ahead and try it. And, and think you're going to get off the hook with that. Because you're not, man. You're just not. I'm sorry, man. Dog, Steve, why you coming like that? Because I did it like that. I did it, man. I was over here trying to reshape my life, get myself up on my feet. When I was homeless, man, and trying to come back, man, I thought I had to take care of me first and then so I can neglect it, cared about them kids. Man, that ain't how it worked, man. God kept his knee on my neck for a long time for that one right there till I finally learned the lesson. Hold up, man. Put these phone calls in. Go spend some time. Do something. And, and it started turning around for me. You know, I can't be there all the time because I am out here on the grind and the hustle. But at the same time, man, some more phone calls, some more letters, some more ha-ha-he-he's, something. 
then take care of your business, man. You got to work hard to be successful. You know, I, sometimes I don't put that in there. I just live it and I expect my sons to emulate that. But I got to talk to them all the time. How hard you got to work to be something. It's an all-out assault on it, man. If you got a target in mind, you got a goal, you got to wake up every day trying to get there. And you can't get tired of it. Because it's, 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 it never ends. You're going to always be this way. That's how life is designed and set up. You got to be a hard worker, man. If you're always looking for some time to chill and, man, I want to go do what I want to do, you ain't going to make it. In order to be successful, you have to do a series of things that you're uncomfortable doing. And work is the thing that most of us are uncomfortable doing. It's so much easier to chill. Man, I wish I could kick back with a cigar, man, all the time. But I can't, man. I can't. Because I got to work. Then the last piece of the balance pie, balance piece is you got to take some time out to enjoy yourself. But if you ain't where you want to be, you ain't got a lot of time to enjoy yourself. Quit thinking, man, that this balance is even. It's a whole lot of God, a whole lot of family, a whole lot of business, and a little bit of chilling. The chilling can't be equal to the family, the business, or your God. If the chilling is equal to any of them, you ain't going to make it. Quit chilling, man, and go to work like a man. Do what you're supposed to do. Work on your family. Work on your relationship. Work on your God. Work on your business. And then when you chill, you might not chill as long, but you sure going to chill bigger. You're going to ball bigger, baby. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Now, I have your undivided attention, please. As usual, Steve Harvey Morning Show is now underway. 10, 9, 8. Here we is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't wait on one. <laughs> right at yeah, I'm, I don't even wait on one. Get what? it cracking, baby. Get it cracking. Yeah, what's up, Shirley? Hello, Steve. It's here we are. Hello. It's here we are. Why are you always the English teacher on the show? But I'm saying we have English teachers The kids teachers is going to school. Exactly. We are at work. Exactly. What does that mean? Thank God they're going to school, and they're going to school to learn, not here we is. But they're not coming to radio to learn. They're coming well, to why radio. Why not? Why not? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're they not coming to school to what? Sure. I said they're not going to school to learn here we is. They're going to school so they can learn here we are. When y'all listen to kids. When y'all get uh-uh, where y'all going, these children. Uh-uh. don't you do it. No, when you get where y'all going. He has not introduced you yet, sir. So I don't get to talk. Uh-uh. <laughs> Why you got out of room? <laughs> wow. Man, y'all got me messed up. We ain't here for ears. <laughs> I'm in. Your favorite. That's your favorite verb. Oh, yeah, ears is a verb. It's action. <laughs> Continue, Steve. Go ahead. Uh, Shirley, uh, Carla, for real. Uh, good morning. Here we is. Here oh, we are. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, the junior. Morning, Uncle. Is here we is, Carla. Yes, oh, yes, it is. Shut up, Junior. <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Ain't we here? Oh. oh. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, Shirley. Here we are. We are here. <laughs> 
Good morning, everyone. Man, that don't sound. I know. It does. It sounds beautiful. Greetings to all. That's just sound correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's we don't, so even, we don't even do that. <laughs> well, good morning. It's Tuesday, baby. Yeah. That's what it is. Tuesday. Uh-huh. Wow. It's a great yeah. day, man. I yeah. feel good. I feel really, really good. Oh, good, Steve. I'm I'm always happy when you feel good because yeah, you, you work you know. a lot, so it's always good when. But you, you know, this this year I good. changed my attitude. I just really did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I just really, really did, and it just helped me, man. It helped me in a great way. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable, man. Uh, ready and excited. Ready to get my day off to a great start. Got a lot of work to do today. A lot of dreams to fulfill. Thank God for the opportunity. Mm. To live yet another day and be given the opportunity to wake me up so I can get one more day closer. Man. To what it is he has for me. Yes, and boy, it's been good so far. Oh. A good. blessing. Man. Oh, it's that's a blessings upon blessings Man. upon blessings. Yeah. See, we get to do it every day for work. Yeah, it's fun. Jokes. Yes. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege. Yes, it, really it is. is. Radio jokes. Y'all cut a microphone and talk for a living. For real? Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Man, you ain't digging pipes, laying down nothing. You ain't back making nothing. No, no. We get making radio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Here we go. Jay, Junior, Tommy. It's none of your business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go. It's very simple. You want to explain I'll it, start, Jay? I'll explain it. It's, it. You see things, Shirley, from time to time. Yeah. And yeah. if you see it and it's happening, uh-huh. I don't care what it is, yeah. it ain't mm-hmm. your damn business. It's not. None. It's not at all. It's not at it's, all. For instance, you in church. You go to church, right? Yeah. yeah. Somebody puts in a, a five. Yeah. They put yeah. a five in. Put a plate. Put a five in. Yeah. And they uh-huh. take out a 20. <gasps> <laughs> what what that got to do with you? Oh, uh, 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 I didn't know how that hurts no, you. Sir. That is my business. Uh, it's your damn business. I'm telling. Why? Why? Why is that? Because I could have been from last that week. Sir. Been, <laughs> it might have been old. He probably could have got his change last week. Now let me explain. The yeah, only way it is in my business uh-huh. is if I'm sitting next to you and I just put the twenty in. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way. Yeah. You reach in there and get that twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can get another twenty. Yeah. Yeah. But if you touch the 20, and I put it in there. He shuffles it around and gets yeah. another 20. That ain't your business. And me and that you going to be in the pastor's yeah, you office. Got yes. You got it. You got it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Junior, you got one, man? Yeah, I'll tell you what. <laughs> when the baby come out white and he pitch black, that ain't really none of <laughs> your business. <laughs> that's <laughs> none of your damn business. That's none your business, man. <laughs> You're not going to say anything. You better not say what? nothing. What? Just go along with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go along with it. That's all you do, Steve. You're going Let me tell you something. Just go along. That ain't none of your business. Nobody's business. Ooh, that's that's right. Right. What is that? What is the matter of fact? As a matter of fact, just say what you normally know say. That boy looks just like yeah, you. Oh, that's a beautiful baby. That's a beautiful baby. Tommy? Let me say this. Go ahead, man. It's more. If you come home early, uh huh. 
and your daddy got on your mama blouse. How that, that is that your business? That ain't none of my business that right there. Right. Just back I'm out. Stay out of that. Back <laughs> What? Back your ass. Your daddy is what now? Back out the if, house. If you come home early <laughs> and your daddy got on your mama blouse, uh, no. that ain't none of your business. Uh, that ain't, no, that you ain't. back mama. out. Back, uh-uh, back out <laughs> and make some noise when you business. coming in. Uh, I got one. You got one. You got one. What, Steve? You got a coworker uh-huh. that looks hair white. Okay. Exactly like Amber Rose. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. But the next day, yeah. she Beyonce. Mm-hmm. That ain't your damn business. Okay, I can agree with that. that is, mm-hmm. Well, that hair come from. That, that, that ain't your business. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Let the, her do the, her the, stuff. Yeah. However it happens. Yeah. That ain't your business. Just put it on. Hey. Stay out of it. I like that All one. Right. All right, I got one. I got okay. one. Come on. You know for a fact uh-huh. Your neighbor's lights are out. You know okay. they out. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know they out. Because okay. he ain't watching TV, nothing. Uh-huh. It's dark over there around 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. But hey. the next day you see him climbing that pole uh-huh. yeah. to try to get his lights back on? Yeah. yeah. Is that, that your business? No, son. That ain't nothing your business. No, son. Why you talking? For what? For what? Yeah, what you bringing that up for? <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with... You should call the light company. No, for what? No, Just ask no. no. <laughs> All right. Well, then what if you walk outside uh-huh. and see a cop put a boot on your neighbor's car? Right. Is that any of your business? <laughs> no. That ain't none of your business? That's none of your business? Uh, as long as it's not You just got to no. keep walking. No, keep, keep walking. I'll tell you something else close to that, too. What? Yeah. If I'm out in the parking lot uh-huh. and a coworker of mine that I do not care for, yeah. and I see somebody stealing his car, that immediately becomes none of my business. Exactly. Yeah. Until that transaction is completed, uh-huh. I probably ain't gonna say a damn thing. It'll give me more pleasure to go back in there and go, man. Yeah. What? I just saw somebody drive off in your car. <laughs> I actually saw him bust the window. That's the pleasure of it. Yeah, right it there. took five minutes to hot wire, but I so sat wrong. through the whole thing. No, yeah. no, no, no. If you don't like the car, you actually can assist him. You ain't got to rush, dog. <laughs> he ain't coming out. Take time. All right, I got one for you. You got one? You got one? Go ahead. I think we all done seen this one. Right. I have seen somebody run through the parking lot at the airport, mm. get to the airport to the ticketing, and then get in a wheelchair and roll straight through <laughs> with somebody pushing them. That ain't, I, it ain't my business, but I really want to say something. Hey, Tommy, I'm, I'm huh? confession. You did that? We you was in that? Vegas one time, and we gambled all night. Uh-huh. And we was missing the flight. So when we pulled up out the curb, I told them I needed a wheelchair. They gave me a wheelchair. You know, in Vegas, man, that airport line is long. It's long. Yeah, it's very long, right. right. They took me to the front of security. Uh-huh. The front of TSA, <laughs> I stood up real ginger. Yeah, of course. Put yeah. my stuff on the conveyor belt. They walked that wheelchair through. I went right on through that. The lady came back with the wheelchair. Uh-huh. I see the trains now. I'm good. <laughs> I got healed. I've been doing the whole way up there. Right, right, right. right. Well, what nobody's <laughs> business. You got healed when you saw the train. I got one. I got one. Okay. I got one. You in the grocery store, Shirley? You see a lady. Uh, well. You see a lady. You see a lady take a ham. Sometimes. Yeah. You take a ham. I'm in there. Go ahead. Uh, okay. You're in the grocery store. She takes a ham. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. chips. Okay. 
from mm-hmm. sodas, uh-huh. a pound of grapes, put them in, the put them in her crotch, and walk right out. Not in the bathroom? Not in, not, is that your business? Does that bother you? No. 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 That's no. a strong that's a strong crotch. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff in there. That's a, that's a, that's a lot crotching of stuff now. in there. You crotching now. Yeah. You walk out. And as she walks out, that ain't your business. As a matter of fact, I have to respect that. Oh. <laughs> you put a ham. You put a ham between, between your, your legs, legs and walk. <laughs> and, and, and hold the ham in place. <laughs> <laughs> With a pound of grape, right. <laughs> and a bottle of water. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's yeah. strong I'm, right there. I'm probably yeah. scared of you anyway. Yeah, no, no, it's no. wrong. Yeah. You got one Do you time? have her number? That's yeah, kinda like, that's kind of like when you go. That's kind of like when you see people go to the dressing room. Uh-huh. I just told they take five shirts. <laughs> And they go back there. But then they come back with one. <laughs> Put them on the photo. All right. But that ain't none of your damn business. But they look heavy. Yeah, they look, look. All right, this is It's Time for Nephew Tommy's Run That Prank Back when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time for the nephew to run that prank back. This is my tip. The name of this prank is my tip. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kenny. Yeah, this is he. How you doing? Uh, I'm I'm actually calling you from the uh, the seafood house. You 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 came and had you. Uh, I waited on you. You came and had uh, uh, dinner over here the other night. Yeah, um, about two nights ago. Yeah. How 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 how, how was your food? How, how was the service? Um, every, everything was good. Um, I don't I don't have any complaints. I always enjoy when I come there. Um, I don't. I I never got a phone call from you guys. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. I'm actually uh, I don't know if you remember me waiting on you, but I actually waited on you. Oh, okay, okay. How you doing? I, I'm good. Would, would would you say would you say that my service was 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 pretty good and up to par? Yeah, like, like I said, man, everything was excellent. Every time I come there, the food is great, the service is good. Um, I have no complaints. Everything is is good. Okay, good, good deal, good deal. Um. Mr. Kenny, listen, you, you, if you don't mind me asking, man, if you really thoroughly enjoyed uh, the service as well as the food, and uh, I'm assuming you, you, you come here a lot, so I'm assuming you, you really like the food that we put out. If you don't mind, if I can ask you a question, if, if you don't mind. Sure. Okay, if, if the service was so good and, and you enjoyed everything, why, why, you, why you tip me the way you did? Excuse me? Why did I do that? I mean, what? you know, you 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 didn't even tip even close to ten percent. You know, I I I, I would just I just you call. First of all, let me ask you something because I don't remember giving my phone number or writing my phone number down on, on on any survey. I didn't. I've never taken a survey, nor have I gotten a call from you guys. So, how did you get my phone number? Well, I, I'm just giving a, a courtesy call, and and I'm just curious about. You know, Curtis, okay, that's fine. But how did you? You didn't answer my question. How did you get my phone number? Because I didn't give it to anybody there. So you, you, you've done something to to obtain my. Well, I went on it. I went on and done the research of what it took to get a number. So yeah, I did. I, you know, it was just bothering me that that you tipped me the way you did. Well, it's bothering me that you calling me uh, in the middle of the day asking me about a a tip. First of all, uh, you, how much did you say I tipped you? Yeah, I, I got five dollar tip, and your your meal was at least eighty some plus dollars. Now you you've done all this research, and you got the wrong number. You got the wrong damn number. Cause first of all, I I tip more than five damn dollars. I used to work the tips, bro. 
So let me explain that to you. I used to work for chips, and I know what it's like. And then five dollars is no, you got the wrong table. You done done all this research for nothing. No, no, you 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 Mr. Kenny. I waited on you. Yeah, uh, I'm Kenny. But but damn it, you don't got the wrong Kenny. Cause Kenny don't tip no damn five dollars. When I go, I ball, baby. I, I go to the people out cause I want to entertain my people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't okay, have. Okay, but time. see, but see, the problem I'm having. You know, you 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 bringing your people and you want to ball and everything, but you you know you balling with them, but you shortchanging the waist style. I ain't shortchanging a damn. Per- Look, you complaining about five dollars? I give you five dollars. Get off this damn phone. That's what I give you five dollars for. I don't tip no damn five dollars, bro. I got plenty of money. I got plenty of money. I don't need you to call me, tell me how to damn tip. I told you, man, I used to work for tips. I don't need you to call me. Well, you, would, you, would think, you would think that if you would, you would think that if you were somebody that worked for some tips, that you would know how to come in and tip somebody at least at least fifteen percent, man. I, I can't even understand how how you come in, you ball, and you you know you done brought a couple people with you, and, and, and you leave me with five dollars. Look here, man. I ain't leave you. I told your stupid. I ain't leave you with no five dollars, man. I left at least twenty five dollars up in that thing. Cause I was hosting some people, and I wanted to show my gratitude for something, and you calling me about the wrong damn tip amount and the wrong person. You done got the wrong person and called. I ain't got the wrong person. I'm, I'm, you missed the Kenny's. I remember waiting on you and two other people when you came in there. What, 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 wasn't you in there with two other people? Man, who the hell are you? How you know I'm my damn business anyway? Who, who the hell are you? Because I'm, because I'm the one that waited on. Let me tell you something. Only way, the only way, only way we can really rectify it. Once you do this, man. Once you come back up here and bring me the tip that I deserve. I ain't coming no damn well. I told you. Matter of fact, when I come up there again, I'm going to look for your You give me your name, and you give me your manager name. Because, matter of fact, I'm going to call up there and come up there today because I don't appreciate you calling my damn phone by some tip. And, and I know good and damn well I took good money. Okay, well, do this for me. Do this for me. When you do come up here today, will you bring me my damn tip money? I, I'm going to give you a tip. I'm going to give you a tip. Quit calling people by the tip and maybe make some better service and you'll get a better tip. I'm going to bring you a tip. I'm going to bring you the tip of my shoe up your That one of my brain. Cause you got I, 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 I get know. into the job today at 5 o'clock. Hey, look here, man. It ain't no problem. That's perfect because I get off at 5. I'm going to come down there. I'm gonna, first, I'm going to talk to your manager. Then I'm going to hand you the little extra money, tip money you want. Then I'm going to whoop your in the parking lot. That's what I'm going to do. Well, I ain't scared, I, I, you know what? I ain't worried about getting my whooped. I want the tip. So I'm going to give you a tip. Quit stalking people by the damn tip. That's what you stop doing. That's your tip. You see, you're going to piss me off now. See, I'm going to come down there, and I'm going to whoop some That's what I'm going to do. Okay, well, well, I'm going to give you, you, you $5. And, and, and what do I need to do to help you out? Hey, what? Hey, man, I ain't worried about nothing, because let me tell you something. If you whoop the same way you tip, I ain't worried about a damn thing. No, check this out. You got the wrong number, but you got the right because I'm going to come down there, and I'm going to let you see what it is, player. See, I, I try to conduct myself in a nice manner and be professional, but you done bought the out, and you going to get it. I got your tip. When I bought you better weave, because I'm going to come down there and beat your That's what I'm going to do. you going to get the real I'm coming down there as soon as I get off from work. You better not bring your down there. You better not come down there, baby. You ain't got to worry about me. I'm going to be there. What's your name? What's your name, dog? You 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 got a pen and a paper? I remember your name. What what's your name? My name Tommy. Tommy what? Cause I'm I don't Tommy who? Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked. <laughs> Say what? Hey man.
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy Richard got me to prank phone call you. Y'all, you know what? Y'all, <laughs> you done got my damn pressure up, man. Y'all some stink. <laughs> I'm going to get I'm gonna get both of y'all, Tommy. I'm going to get both of y'all because y'all ain't right. Man, you got me hollering in the damn building. My employees looking at me, man. <laughs> they ain't never seen me act like this. I'm up here talking about a meeting so we can get our company Christmas party together, man. And you got me acting like a damn fool here. news that's coming up right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show all right so guys let's talk about job increases now huh uh the medical field Mm -hmm. is seeing the biggest increases in job raises didn't know that Uh, while jobs in the medical industry have rising incomes most require an advanced degree that comes with high debt uh, shrinking job wages and positions due to automation, like computers and robots, uh, taking them over. So I got to ask you, well, I'm going to tell you guys, uh, and then I'll ask you a question. Which jobs made the list for best salary increases? Here we go. Steve, th- these are just for regular people now. <laughs> okay, regular people <laughs> with regular paying Eight, jobs. Regular. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm Steve about to say I me. Know. <laughs> I need to tell him. Okay. Uh, number one, family and general practitioners. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. They they make the best salary increases. Compensation and benefits managers. That's two. Surgeons came in number three. Mm. Number four, hmm, psychiatrists. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Five, airline pilots, co-pilots, and flight engineers. That's five. That saw an increase. Uh, personal financial advisors, number six. Anesthesiologists. Number they seven, money. yeah, they, they, make, make, yeah, money. they make money. Yeah. They make good money. And number eight, orthodontists. I can't Anna. do none of that. I, I said these are regular people now, not you. <laughs> these are regular I could do people. that anesthesiology, though. I can put your put your butt under now. I can do that. Really? No, you can't. Yeah. You just hold that mask up on a monk and they, they dog, fall out. Dog, dog, That's a hard job right there. Yeah, That's one is. of the most important jobs. Because you have to be precise. You you can't have You got to give hands. them the right amount. Right. You got to all of that. Yeah. You got to know and exactly you what know you're how to doing. Bring them back. Yeah, you got to know what you're doing. You yeah, still think right. you can do it? I yep. can do it. I, I, I bring you. You ever been put under? Steve, you ever been put under? Yeah, yeah, I've been put under. Man, it's the most amazing thing. You wake up, you're like, Yo, you done? Yeah, it is. It it feel like you've been gone like five minutes. Yeah, Yeah, like 12 hours. I know. I went in to get all four of my wisdom teeth Uh, out. And you wake up. I wake up. They were like, we're done. You're done. (laughs) Did you do it? And the teeth being a cup. Yeah. (laughs) You know nothing. I got put under because I had four wisdom teeth taken out at one time. Uh And two screw implants in my jaw. Yeah. All yeah. in one operation. Because I told you, I said, look, man, I'm not coming back in here. Yeah, yeah one time. Because it hey, take man. too much for me. Mm-hmm. He put me out. He said during the surgery, yes. he said first time in his life, he said, you came to Mr. Harvey and said, I'm going to need some more drugs. 
and went back. <laughs> and went right back. <laughs> Wait, I, what? So I'm going to need some more drugs. You, know you can I, feel it? Wow. Yeah. I, I wish know, there was I, a way I, I, I could unscrew no, my head and leave it at the dentist's office and come back and pick it up. <laughs> so, so what, Steve, you couldn't? You said you couldn't feel it. No, the dentist told me that's what I did. Wow. He I'm going to need some more that, drugs. He said the first time I've ever in my career heard a person wake up out of an Anesthesia. Under anesthesia, uh-huh. and then request more. Yeah. Wow! Like wow. you just a doctor. I need them drugs. And man. I just said, man, I got to get this guy more because he's conscious. And then you went right back, and then woke up, and you were fine. He I said, first him. I've ever seen that. Wow. I had him drugs. Man, I, I, <laughs> I had an anesthesia. I was one time. I was having a, a surgery done, a procedure done, uh-huh. and they be so happy though. Mm-hmm. They the happiest people in the room. Yeah. He came in blasted. I know you want to leave me, <laughs> but I refuse. You ready? Uh-huh. Let you go. If I have to. Man, it was uh-huh. so funny. And they say, no, I was gone. You got you wow, out, gone. And they talk to you like, where would you like to go on vacation and yeah. stuff like that? Stupid you, know? Question. you never get yeah. to finish the conversation. You never, yeah, you drift off and you wake up and it's man, all over. That's a different down. kind of sleep, though, man. Yeah, it that's is. A, it's a very restful sleep. It yeah. is. Happy yeah. All right, Steve, time for today's headlines. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you, Steve. Good morning, everybody. This is Ann Tripp. The focus in Washington yesterday was on the House Judiciary Committee as lawyers for both Democratic and Republican legislators made their case for either impeaching or not impeaching President Donald Trump. Daniel Goldman represents the Democrats. The GOP's attorney was Stephen Castor. The president placed his personal interests above the nation's interests in order to help his own re-election efforts. Democrats seek to impeach President Trump not because they have evidence of high crimes or misdemeanors, but because they disagree with his policies. So that's their positions. President Trump continues to refuse to participate in any way, dismissing the House inquiry as partisan sham. But Trump says he's willing to cooperate with the process once it lands in the Republican-dominated U.S. Senate. Meanwhile, official articles of impeachment are expected to be announced by the House Judiciary Committee this morning, maybe as early as 9 o'clock uh, Eastern time. One is expected to concern abuse of power as it relates to his alleged arm twisting of Ukrainian officials to investigate Joe Biden. And another is expected to be obstruction of Congress, referring to the Trump administration's continued refusal to cooperate or honor congressional subpoenas. Trump was on the receiving end of some disappointing news yesterday. For months, the Trump administration claimed that the Russian election meddling probe was a deep state hoax designed to destroy the president that Trump was persecuted by former President Obama and that the real traitors are going to be found out and locked up. Well, the report by the Justice Department's impartial watchdog on why the FBI began looking into Russia in the first place has found that there were some mistakes made in the process, but that they were all minor, not in violation of any laws, and not politically partisan. The Washington Post says, get this, three White House administrations have made the uh, 18-year-old war in Afghanistan look winnable to the American people when it really isn't. The Pentagon says it never meant to mislead anyone about that. The World Anti-Doping Agency has banned Russia from all global sporting events for four years over alleged chemical cheating. And sad news in the world of entertainment. Two notes, by the way. The puppeteer who worked inside two of the Sesame Seed's most popular characters has died. Carol Spiney was the man inside Big Bird and the Cookie Monster. Cookies! Ha, ha, ha. That's right. He was Cookie Monster. He was 85 years old. Also, actor René Aboujonois also has passed. Aboujonois was perhaps remembered best as Robert Guillaume's tall, skinny, immediate boss in Benson. 
Aubrey Chinois was 79 years old. He also starred in uh, Star Trek, one of the re- redos. He was like the monster and some other kind of stuff. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, everyone. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for comedy roulette, guys. Jay, Seth you want to break it down? Again? Yeah. Each week we get tested with our comedy ability. Give us five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel, where stop. <laughs> we let it go. All right, let's go. Put it on the wheel. What you got? What you got? All right, here we go. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all right, number one. Uh-huh. Every time you say something, they try to top. That's a good subject. That's a very okay. good subject. I like yeah, that. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, here, yeah. Here's yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you say? Uh-huh. <laughs> here's number two. <laughs> Code number two. Why is your kid so fat? Uh-huh. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> number three. People who go from zero to 60. Tommy, Tommy. Four, big girls with little men. Yes, oh, I love I've that. Seen that. I've Tommy. seen that. Tommy, Tommy likes that too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Number five, broke people <laughs> who you don't know are broke until the check comes. Who's that, Steve? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> All right, spin the wheel, cat. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Here it is. What you got? People what? who go from zero to 60. Oh, my ah! God. Working with somebody what? like this. Let me tell you, it is a nightmare. And then they're from Houston. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I ain't got nobody's name. Okay. They're uh-huh. from Houston. Everything is a damn argument. <laughs> Not at your voice, with a high voice. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Oh. Just high, oh. high voice argument uh-huh. about nothing. <laughs> zero to six. We talking. <laughs> next thing you know, in the full-blown argument. How the hell is that? Good day. It is a good day. Uh-huh. What's so good about today? Oh, that's who we do. Wow. Go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Man. Do you have one, Steve? A person. Does it have to be somebody you work with? <laughs> no, 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 it's just no, people no, who no. go from zero, zero to, to 60. 60. Okay, well, since we're talking about people we work with, <laughs> I think Shirley. <laughs> I think Shirley has to go from zero to 60. Every time I turn around, she's mad about someone that bullshit. <laughs> Always correcting you. You can't say nothing wrong. It isn't. Well, it ain't. <laughs> it isn't. I mean, as soon as you say something, she's right, she right there. Like, we got to deal with that. Then yeah. you say something to it, and she just start drawing. Then she start drawing yeah, right now all of a sudden, we do it. We making a flower that don't really look like a flower. All these damn anyway. flowers that look like explosions. That she go now. Anyway. Zero to 60. Not only did they go zero to 60, uh-huh. once they reach 60, uh-huh. they shut down. They got nothing to say. Uh-huh. They quiet oh, that's for the rest now. of the yeah, day. They done oh, shut it down. Blah, blah, and then after that, so you okay with cool? Uh, uh, no, we ain't we cool. No, no, hell no. Hell no, let's just move on. No, no, let's just move on. No, 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 no. Let's just go on and do the show. Because that's Tommy right there. No, 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 hell no. Steve, he getting an attitude now. No, 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 no. He's going to shut it down, man. He's going to shut it down. No, here he go. his favorite line. It's always me. Yes, it is. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, it is time for Broke People. Jay, tell us what this segment is all about, please. Steve is going to let us know some things Mm -hmm. that broke people need to know, that should know about being broke. 
just just the way to carry yourself around. As a right. former broke person. Yeah, yeah. as a former uh-huh. broke person. Well, yeah. you know, with more expertise at broke person. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of my life was spent as a broke person. So the majority? I, yeah. The vast majority of my life was spent as a broke person. So you know the do's and don'ts? I know all of them, man. Like, you know, like first and foremost, you know, if, if we're getting ready to go somewhere, mm-hmm. just say you ain't got it. <laughs> just, just let me know off the top. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't wait to after we in the car and we at breakfast and you done audit you done audit already and you know you ain't got no money. Yeah. Just tell me up front. Hey man, I ain't I ain't got nothing. Yeah. They wait till the check come. Hey, yeah. Cause you then got- it'll help me know what I need to order. Yeah. You in there ordering like you got it. So I'm in here ordering like I got it. Yeah. Cause I got it. But now cause you didn't order so much, I ain't got it. <laughs> can I and whisper? Somebody- can I whisper it real low like hey man, can I whisper it like Yeah, 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 just, yeah, just get it to me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Then I can whisper my order to the waiter. <laughs> I ain't got to be all live. Yeah. Hey, give me extra eggs over there. Give me two extra eggs. Yeah. Let's throw that, throw that on there. Tell me extra, extra, extra sausage. Yeah. It don't matter. It don't matter. Yeah. If you is paying for your food, mm-hmm. if somebody, mm-hmm. if somebody else is paying for your food, mm-hmm. don't overeat. They don't need to do that. You ain't been You know, at appetite. least act like you can. <laughs> you on the menu, all this stuff you don't know nothing about. Uh, what is that dessert over there that's on fire? <laughs> I like that. You ain't I like that. that. Can I have a dessert that's on fire? I like that. Yeah. No, no, what do you mean? You know, what, uh, 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 what are you referring to? The dessert that I saw on fire when I first come in. Yeah, that's what I want. Oh, I, I like that. But you ain't got no damn money. But you just over on it. Here's another thing broke people can't do. If you ain't put no money in, stop making suggestions about daddy feel. Stop all that. Yes. And, yes. The, and the verdict is out if you that's your daddy anyway. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, you tripping, talking about he like blue, his casket yeah. ought to be blue. Well, he can't see the casket. <laughs> he in it anyway. Got casket money. You ain't put nothing in He there. in it anyway. He ain't going to see the outside. Oh, boy. Oh, that's so true, man. Ooh, that was a moment for oh me right God. there. Go ahead, Oh, my Steve. God, yeah. Go ahead, Steve. You on it, man. man. <laughs> now... You ain't got no money, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You broke. Mm-hmm. Somebody invites you. Just, you know, well, look, I got you. Let's go to the nail salon. Just go okay. in there and get your nails done. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just go get your nails done. Everybody mm-hmm. said nothing about doing your feet <laughs> and the massage room. You quit looking back there at the massage table. You're not going back there. Get your damn nails done and put some clothes-toe shoes on and go on about your business. You didn't have no money. Now, all of a sudden, you getting massages and back rubs and facials. And you got your shoes off. You you getting two people on you at one time. I'm sitting over here getting my nails done. You got two people working on you at one time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
That <laughs> makes sense, man. <laughs> Your boy needs you to do him a favor because he working, right? Mm-hmm. He got a job. Okay. His girl that came to town, he can't get off. He said, hey, man, do me a favor. Take my girl to the airport in your car. I know, man, I'm asking you a big favor, but here go my gas car, man. Put some gas in your tank. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh-huh. That's cool. Now you back there filling up your gas tank, and now and now you on oil check. <laughs> service. A tune up. Your, your whole car gotta be served. Yeah, not 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 all of a sudden. Your car in the garage somewhere on a lift. <laughs> For one airport trip. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour. Get ready for today's strawberry letter, of course. But up next, Tommy, what you got? The postman mm-hmm. always rings twice. The postman <laughs> always <laughs> rings twice. Hmm? <laughs> I said exact same that, way. I thought it was Tommy. I tell you. Surely stop. But Tommy's mouth wasn't moving and yours was. I was. That's the only thing that gave it away. I'm going to try it again. The postman always rings twice. Hank Jr.? I'm good, ain't I? I make it. I'm I make sound just Thank like you. You sounded just like him I'm that time. He gonna make I'm not hearing this. Work. I'm not hearing this. Have. Run it, cat. I'm not hearing this with y'all. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, cat dog. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach Carlos. This is he. Who this? Uh, my name Benny, man. Benny Phipps. Hey, you. Uh, I want to make sure I got the right person. You. You. Uh, you work for the post office, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you deliver mail off of Murphy Road? Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Okay. I live at. First of all, I want to make sure I had the right postman. Now, it's been brought to my attention that there's a postman that has been stopping by my house. And I'm, I'm, what I'm not understanding is why are you bringing mail to my door as opposed to just putting mail in the mailboxes on the street where everybody got their mailboxes at. Uh, what do you say you said again? I live at Murphy Road. Murphy Road. Yeah, I deliver over there. Uh, but you say delivering packages at your house? No, I said you've been bringing mail to my house and opposed. Here's what I'm trying to tell you, Carlos. My wife is at home all day. She don't work. Mm-hmm. And my understanding is you've been stopping by there on more than one occasion on a on a daily basis. You coming by there two, three times, you know, but what I'm understanding is ain't no mail being brought over there. I'm trying to figure out what are you doing at my house. Now, just, what what, you, what really then brought all this to a head, because you already know what's going on. Let me go on and let you know that, Carlo. I do know what's going on. I picked up the uh, clothes from the cleaners this morning, and to my attention, it's a man's post office shirt in my package. What color was it? It's blue, light blue. I got a blue one. Okay, well, explain this to me. How your shirt get in my house? Do it have my name on it? Because that could be anybody's shirt. Okay, so, so oh, oh, hold on. What you trying to say is it's it's more postmen stopping by my house? Yeah, man, sometimes, sometimes you know, uh, we do have different guys in that, in a, in that neighborhood, you know, because I really Here's my know. problem, man. My problem is this, is that my wife is at home all day, every day. And my understanding is, is that you stopping by there hey, bringing hey, more hey, than first, just first me. Of all, first of all, dog, uh, you can call you can call the one eight hundred number because how did you get my number, dude? Hey, I don't worry about that. I, I find ways. It, how you how you how you get my address that you stopping by there every morning? Huh? I just deliver what they give me to, to deliver and do. I put the mail in a box, and this is a package I don't get out. 
Excuse me? I don't, dude, that that wasn't me, dude. I, okay, I just, so I uh, go to the cleaners this morning and pick up clothes, and it is a post office shirt in there that belong, evidently belonged to a man. That's got to be, it must be yours. That's none of mine, man. That's not mine. I have all mine over okay, here. Okay, okay, I'll tell you what. This is what we're going to do, Carlos. Because, Carlos, see, see what, let me tell you something. I know you're lying. See, and what you're doing is you're delivering more than mail at my house, and I know it, Carlos. You understand me? So listen. That's not me, dude. Excuse me? That's not me. It can't be me. Hey, let me. Let me tell you something. When you come on Murphy Road tomorrow, okay, I'm going to be out there at, them, at, at the mailboxes waiting on you. For what? For what? Because me and you going to handle this problem that we got tomorrow morning when you bring the mail. So when you bring the mail, bring your too. Okay, Carlos? Hey, hey hold on. Are you threatening me? I'm telling you, when you bring the mail, bring your too. Dude, dude, I didn't come at you like that. You ain't got to come at me like that. Dude. Hey, man, you came up in my house, and I know you said dude, my house. Dude, I told you that was me, man. Post office shirt in my house. Dude, that was not me. I don't know where you live. I don't know who the you are, but you threatening me, dude. Dude. Hey, man, I'll see you in the morning at the mailbox. Bring your Carlos. I'm off tomorrow, but I will come to your house with plain clothes on and whoop your What you say? You want to with me? Hey, you the It's on. Where you You Reverend Rose. I will be there. Bring your because what you're not going to keep doing is running up in my house while I'm out at work trying to earn a living for my family, and you up in my house laying up, and you're leaving your clothes. I found some mace in there. I guess that's what you use when you spray on them dogs. I found that, too. I'm going to bring some extra mace. I'm going to spray your with that mace. I'm going to knock your out. Now you this I t- yeah, I'm going to be out in the mailbox, Carlos. I can't wait till tomorrow. Excuse me? This a I told you. I, I wasn't the one, but if you want to with me, the wrong for real. Okay, cool. I'll give a, I'll give a, give a when I see you tomorrow. I see you tomorrow. It's home. It's whatever. Hey, you threatening me and all that. But I tell you what, I will come over there in some plain clothes and whoop your because you're not gonna make me lose my job, dog. Okay. That's my job. That's- but Whatever it's got to be, I don't care if, you, if you're in the post office uniform. I don't give a damn if you're in your pajamas, Carlos. But when you come to that mailbox and I find you out there by the mailboxes, that's your man. Because I know you've been in my house, Carlos. I'm telling you, I'm there. Okay, so be it then. So be it. I got I got one more thing else I want to tell you, when you before you get there. Tell me what? You know, I recall me. What is you listening to me? Yeah. This. His nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your co-worker. Oh, you. <laughs> you. <laughs> Ain't this a. <laughs> Ain't this a. Ooh, I'm going to get that tomorrow. Carlos, you all right, man? Ah, dude, I'm driving. Pull over to the side of the road. I'm hanging out the truck. I'm about to go crazy. I'm on my way to your house right now. <laughs> was on my way to your house. I just got off of work. <laughs> Damn. Oh, man. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Radio Show. <laughs> no doubt. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit much, that wasn't it? Oh, man, no. Tommy. You That's don't be nervous is. or nothing. You don't think nobody be looking for hmm. you? Or... Oh, I didn't have people run up on me, Junior. <laughs> What? I didn't have you run up on me. What, was, what did that guy say that one time to you? Were you in Starbucks or something? Oh, when a gro- guy came up oh, to you? Oh, the grocery store? You don't remember that, Shirley? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought you had another incident. But hurry up. We're, we're running out of time. Yeah, it was, but anyway, we was in the grocery store, and, this, and I'm at the deli, and the dude said, hey, you tell me, you really is stupid. <laughs> I said, hold up, man. When I got through cussing this dude out, I cleared the whole deli. I had lost it for about 15 seconds. I mean, completely lost it for 15 seconds. That's when I had Uncle Steve told me, hey, man, you got your ass got to quit tripping. <laughs> All right, coming up next, the Strawberry Letter, this crazy show right here. Lord. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here today, okay? Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is, a Strawberry Letter. Subject, my fiancé won't give me his password. Dear Steve and Shirley, my fiancé and I have been together for four years. When we were dating, I would sneak and go through his phone to see his text messages and call logs. He didn't have a password on his phone at the time. One day, I went through his phone and I found exactly what I was looking for. I saw that my man had been texting his child's mom for a month and the texts to her were sexually explicit. She had sent him multiple pictures of herself and they called each other baby on the messages. Without saying anything to him because I knew he would lie, I contacted his child's mom and she confirmed that they were seeing each other again but had not had sex yet. I broke up with my boyfriend immediately. A month later, after all of his apologies and sweet gifts, he asked me to marry him. Everything is going great now, except for one thing. My fiancé has recently put a password on his phone. I have asked him for his password numerous times, but he won't give it to me. I have also tried to figure out the password, but with no luck. I know I'm wrong for snooping, but I need that password. He told me to just let it go and trust him. I don't want to marry a cheater. Please advise. Okay. You're not ready. I mean, really. You, you're already having trust issues with this man. B before you've even walked down the aisle, you do not trust him. That's why you're snooping. That's why you're upset that he got a password on his phone. So how do you think this marriage is going to work? I mean, you'll be constantly thinking about him and his baby mama. What are they doing? Are they sleeping together? And please believe me, uh, they are, okay? No matter what she said, they're sleeping together. He's got no, a password. Not. Anyway. No, they're not. She would have told him. You Thank think you. the woman would have told it? Oh, she would have told mm -hmm. it. She said yet, though. All yeah. right. Uh, you would be asking, you know, has she sent any more pictures, et cetera, et cetera. You just, the trust issues are too great right now. Uh, so your choices are marry him and always be wondering, you know, and worried, not having peace, or not marry him and wait until, you know, you can rebuild or, in this case, I think, build some trust in your relationship. He, him apologizing and giving you sweet gifts, they're great, but his behavior needs to change. Action should go with those apologies and those gifts. Be, he should have done that before he proposed. Steve? Well, Shirley, you're reading this letter mm -hmm. from the standpoint of a woman who has been hurt. And okay. I understand. Okay. You are reading this letter in an advisory capacity 
one woman to another as her girlfriend. Guilty as charged. I'm going to read this letter as somebody totally disconnected from the dude and her. <laughs> and I'm just going to read the letter. And I, I'm going to ask questions all the way through the letter. You ready? Ready. Subject. My fiance won't give me his password. My question is, you still want to be his fiance? Hmm. That's the question. Okay. My fiance won't give me his password. My question mm-hmm. to you is, do you still want to be his fiance? If you want to be his fiance, quit asking for that damn password. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. Okay, let's go. Dear Stephen Shirley, my fiance have been together for four years. When we were dating, I would sneak and go through his phone to see his text messages and call logs. Here's the question. Why did you do that? Right. Old people say if you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. Now, he didn't have a password on his phone at the time. One day, I went through his phone and found exactly what I was looking for. You was looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you found it. Now, it's going to be a problem. I saw that my man had been texting his child's mom for a month, and the text to her was sexually explicit. She had sent him several pictures of herself, and they called each other baby on the message Mm -hmm. without saying anything to him because I knew he would lie. I contacted his child's mom. She confirmed that they were seeing each other again but had not had sex yet. Mm -hmm. I broke up with my boyfriend immediately. Okay, now, you went in there looking for what you wanted to find. You found exactly what you thought you'd find. Now, you call the girl. She confirmed that they had been talking but had not had sex yet. You immediately went and broke up with your boyfriend. Okay, cool. Why, why are we back at this letter? <laughs> why is it more to this letter? Because mm. yeah. he proposed. Now, I'm going to tell you why. Because a month later, mm-hmm. after all his apologies and sweet gifts, he asked me to marry him. But didn't you say yes? Did not you say yes? That's why you all have become fiancé. Because you said yes. After all you knew and all you found and all you heard, he asked you to marry him with some sweet gifts and apologies, and you said yes. Mm. Well, everything is going great now except for one thing. My fiancé has recently put a password on his phone. Right for this. What did you expect him to do? How the hell? (laughs) You know why he put the password on the phone? Because everything is going great now. (laughs) (laughs) Why would he allow it to not to continue to go great? You already go through phones looking for stuff. So now he didn't put a password on his phone. And you know why he put that password on his phone? Because everything going great now. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's go with your part two of your response to today's Strawberry Letters. Subject, my fiancé won't give me his password. My fiancé won't give me his password. The question I have for you is, do you still want to be his fiancé? <laughs> if you do, you got to quit asking for this password. <laughs> 
because the last time you went through his phone, you said you found what you was looking for. He was talking to his child baby mama. Him and the baby mama been exchanging pictures, calling each other baby. Baby. And they been talking sexually explicit, but the woman, you called her because you knew he was going to lie. Mm. Ain't nobody going to sit up and tell me, yeah, I'm calling her. That's a lie anybody will gladly tell. So she said you hadn't had it. So you hadn't sex, so you broke up immediately. Now, after a bunch of sweet gifts and some apologies and talking nice, he asked you to marry him. You said yes. That's how y'all fiance. Mm. Everything is going great now, except for one thing. My fiance has recently put a password on the phone. Like I said before the break, the reason he put the password on the phone is because everything is going great. And your nose ass ain't going to leave it at that. Now, I have asked him for his password numerous times, but he won't give it to me. Why would he give you this password so you start calling people again? Now you all down on his job. Was was Larry at work Friday? <laughs> see you. you, you see, well, once you call one person, your fiance got to figure you could call anyway. Who is Bishop Anita? <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Anita is in the soul saving business. Right. Yeah. And right. you should leave it at that. Yeah. He's Friend a cheater. One. He's a cheater. <laughs> so now. I have tried to figure out the password, but with no luck. You got a lot of time. Yeah. Now, let me tell you why you're not going to figure this password out. Because once our password is complicated once we've been busted. Mm-hmm. Ain't no more birthdays. No. <laughs> oh, that ain't, that ain't. You ain't finna get the birthday one. <laughs> you ain't finna get Social Security by last four. Nope. You know, you ain't finna get, you know, uh, 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 you, you ain't, our number changed. My, when I was out there playing, my, every day my password changed. Whatever the lottery number was the night before, that was my password. <laughs> and you do not have voicemail. Forget no. that. Uh-uh. M- matter of fact, my, my, my password is so complicated I use the VIN number on my damn car. That's funny, Come on, boy. Steve. Now, damn near 27 it, numbers. You got that's damn near had a registration in your hand to get in my phone. <laughs> when I was out there working. Come on, man. My, my damn password has actually been the key to the vault at Fort Knox. Come on, man. Yeah, Quit high-fiving him, Tommy. My, on, my password has actually been... The birthday of the four chicks I was dating. Dang. Come on here, boy. What? That's how hard I covered. Come on. Give me some more. Oh, my, my password oh, was actually been my social security number minus the Einstein equation times <laughs> Newton's <laughs> law of gravity. equals MC squared. MC squared, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you, you, you had to know something. Oh, man. Wow. That's how you do it. My last password I had, 2005, Mm. 
Uh-oh. Was the middle of, you know that three-sided ruler you had in school? Uh-huh. Yep. The middle 32 digits on that ruler <laughs> was the retractor? my retractor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And wow. then I had a password one time that was the circumference of the third watermelon on the first row at the produce section down the court. Come on, boy. That's how hard. So you're not going to guess his password. <laughs> now, then she says, I know I'm wrong for snooping, but I need that password. No, you don't. Shirley told you right. You need to be in a loving, trusting relationship, but you're not. You need that password for what? Because you know what you're going to find in there? Same thing you Everything. found before. Uh-huh. Pictures. Let him have them pictures. Damn. Oh, Tommy, what you said? I know. How did it do that? No, I said pictures. No, y'all. Oh, boy, no, I ain't crazy. It sounded like you said <laughs> that, but I, I, I know you did. I, did I know you know. did. I said, <laughs> why would he did say you that? Just say that? <laughs> now, why would he say that? Come on. Why would he say it? Because that's how he talks. <laughs> Why would he say it? Because that sounds natural. I, I thought it was. No. <laughs> he told me to just let it go and trust Crazy. him. Mm-hmm. I don't want to marry a cheater. Mm-hmm. Please advise. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. He's telling you right. Yeah. Let it go and trust him. And then what you think going to happen? Listen to me. Or... You could just say, hey, look, by next Friday or this Friday. Okay, this Friday. Uh-huh. Give me your phone. That'll give him three, four days clean that phone. <laughs> okay, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. We'll come right back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Jay is here to murder yet another hit. Jay, what do you have for it's us this morning? It's the Kango song, and we played it again, man. Yo, check it out on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You. The song goes out to George Wallace, my road dog Van, Samuel L. Jackson, LL Cool J, Missy Elliott, and last but not least, LeBron James. James, James. You take me back to another place in time when I had a headline. Times will always change, but you keep me the same.
is a nice hat. And, and George, yours is way too small. Too small, dude. It's way too damn small. Come on, man. Nobody white is going to tell you this. <laughs> I like that. That song is pretty much dedicated. Um, Sammy Jackson still wears one. So there it is, Kango. But, uh, dedicated to George White. Who wears one? Who needs a larger size? The one he wears is way too small. <laughs> way too small. It looks like a yarmulke on top of his head. Yarmulke. And uh, he, he just refused to get yes. a new one. Yeah. You know, I don't You're know. He's got to see that it's small. <laughs> I mean, it's cutting off the circulation to his brain. I know you feel that. So. Yeah, you guys know it. Yeah, he's got to know. I don't know how he got it on his head, but it's way too small. Well, yeah. you're his friend, Jay. Yeah. You should tell yeah, him. Yeah, it's stretched out. It's just, it's very it's too Well, small. he doesn't use his friendship. <laughs> yeah. All I, right, uh, we'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, here we go. <laughs> This segment is called Things You Say to Yourself to Keep You from Slapping the Beep Out of Someone on Your Job or Anywhere, Really. Ooh, let me listen. Anywhere? <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. you need. Come on, Steve. You need to know things that mm-hmm. can calm your nerves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. See, that's what a lot of people don't know. You uh-huh. need calming. Now, all this ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure out of the 10 or so that I'm going to list, uh-huh. you mm-hmm. can come up with something that fits you. Okay. Mm-hmm. These yeah. are just, I'm going to just give you some little woo-saw moments okay. that you can kind of say to yourself to keep from slapping the sugar honey iced tea <laughs> out of somebody <laughs> down on your damn job. Yeah, you You'll be wanting to yeah, down at it. your job. This is for those of you that work a job and you wants to really slap the sugar honey iced tea out of somebody down at your job. These are some things you can say to yourself mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. keep you from slapping them and then losing your job. You ready? All right, I'm going to just go down the list. Go ahead. These okay. are my creator. You can say these to yourself. I got two kids in college. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yes. a reminder. Uh-huh. Yeah, you need that. Uh-huh. Keep it you need that. Yeah. Kids Keep your job. Mm-hmm. Here go another one right here. I already got two strikes on my back. <laughs> Number three, I'm gone for good. For life. Yeah, I already got, I already two, got strikes two strikes on Here's another one you can use right here. Lord, I just got this job. Yeah. <laughs> you just got it. You're ready to I just got this job. job. I just got this job. And I was out of work for eight months. I just got this job. But he got about one more time. Say something. One they more. One more. That's yeah. it. One more time. One more time. And I'm gonna slap the sugar honey. But <laughs> <laughs> I just got the job. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm close to retirement. I ain't gonna need this right here. I got one more year in this raggedy ass place. Riding out, boy. In one year, you gonna get a pension. They gonna eat a turkey, go watch. Just hang in there, man. Not yeah. to go watch right. a turkey though. Here's another one right here. Let it go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Let it go. Oh, from Frozen. Uh-huh. Frozen. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, let it go. Let it go. 
Let it go. Here go another one right here for a lot of y'all. I'm going to just go home and sit in my car and smoke a joint. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just go sit in my car and smoke a joint. That's not, not legal everywhere. Yeah. I know it's not legal, but you're just trying to keep your job. <laughs> trying to make sure because I tell you what ain't legal if you slap the sugar honey iced tea Whoa, out. Of it. Sugar uh, scares me every time you say it. Every time. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Come on. Just sing a song to yourself. Uh huh. Mm. Or you can just try to nothing but the blood. <laughs> Plead the blood. Oh, Amen. No, or just make that up a song. Uh-huh. Lord, hold my hands. <laughs> Put them deep into my pockets. <laughs> oh, my hand. Put them deep into my pockets. <laughs> oh, my hand. Put them deep into my pockets before I slap the sugar honey iced tea out of them. Yeah. Here's the one that'll keep you from slapping the sugar honey iced tea out of somebody. Okay. Bethany Johnson. Lord knows I can't go back to jail. Yeah. Lord knows I can't go back to jail. Lord knows I can't go back to jail. I just couldn't stand it down there. Ah, oh, I just could not stand it down there. Lord, I can't go back to jail. Oh, but I want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> I've been done something. I'm sorry. You know, you're the hothead on the show. But I can't go back to jail. Yeah. Uh-uh. Or that realization right there when you say so those are things that you can use on your yeah. job. Things that you can say to yourself you. keep you from slapping the sugar honey iced tea out of your coworker. <laughs> Just use them. Today. Let it go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I want to ask you guys this. What is the one OCD thing you do every single day? We all have our OCD moments. You know we do. <laughs> but what's the one thing you never miss, even if it's the silliest little thing? Uh, you know, you got to touch something, you got to taste something, smell something, or, or hoard something every day, or, or you don't feel right. I, I can tell you. What, what's yours, Jay? I bite my lip. It looks like I'm geeking. It looks like I'm on something, but I'm, I'm like... People look at me like, "What is? What's wrong with him? Why is he doing mm-hmm. that?" I'm a lip biter. Mm. Okay. okay, a lip biter. Yeah. What about you, Junior? I have to put things in in the middle. I, it can't have y'all standing in the middle. In the middle. Yeah, yeah he yeah. does. Yeah, I, he I is. I move yeah. stuff all the time. Uh-huh. Y'all don't even notice it, but I move stuff all the time. It just said it just didn't look now, like I don't even know, when we were working together, I never wanted in my office because he put <laughs> stuff in the middle. <laughs> Go move stuff in your own damn office. <laughs> like my phone has to sit right in front of me. Oh, like right it, in front it, of you. It just, it's uh-huh. just something about the uh-huh. What about you, nephew? Y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Well, I can't. No, no, we would never think that. We are that. I can't go to the bathroom mm-hmm. without what? taking a shower afterwards. I have to. Okay. I have to. Okay, mm. this is um, things that was a lot of information. I'm just at saying. work, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you so, go home, so like if you at the studio, you so, go all the way home. I'm not going. I'm if not going. If you have to in use the, the bathroom at work, you go <laughs> home, take I'm a shower. Not going. That's a lot of I'm scrubbing in a day. Talking about at work. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we'll be back with more of this <laughs> ignorance. And I got, got man wipes. We, we do think you're crazy. Wipes. Yes, we, yeah, do. we do. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time for comedy roulette, guys. Jay, step You want to break it down? Yeah. Each week we get tested with our comedy ability. Give us five subjects, put them on the wheel, spin the wheel, where it stops. <laughs> we let it go. All right, let's go. Do. Put oh, it on the wheel. What you got? What you got? All right, here we go. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> all right, number one. Uh-huh. Every time you say something, they try to talk. That's a good subject. That's a very okay. good subject. I like yeah, that. Uh-huh. I like that. Yeah, Here, yeah. Here's uh-huh. what you say. Uh-huh. <laughs> here's number two. <laughs> Code number two. Why is your kid so fat? Oh, yeah, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> number three. People who go from zero to sixty. Oh, Barbie. Lord, Barbie. Oh, Barbie. Uh, Tommy, Tommy. <laughs> uh, four, big girls with little men. Yes, oh, I love I've that. Seen that. I've Tommy. seen that. Tommy liked that, too. Yeah, <laughs> Number five, broke people who you don't know are broke until the check comes. Who's that, Steve? <laughs> Tommy. <laughs> All right, spin the wheel, cat. Spin the wheel. <laughs> Oh, here it is. Here it is. What you got? People what? who go from zero to 60. Oh, my oh. God. Working with somebody what? like this. Let me tell you, it is a nightmare. <laughs> and then they're from Houston. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I ain't calling nobody name. Okay. They're uh-huh. from Houston. Everything is a damn argument. <laughs> Not as your voice with a high voice. You know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Oh. Just high, oh. high voice argument uh-huh. about nothing. <laughs> zero to six. We talking. <laughs> next thing you know, in the full-blown argument. How the hell is that? Good day. Here is a good day. Uh-huh. What's so good about today? Oh, that's who we that's doing? That's all I'm going <laughs> Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, Steve, go ahead. Man. Do you have one, Steve? A person. Does it have to be somebody you work with? <laughs> no, 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 It's just no, people no, who no. go from zero, zero to, to 60. 60. Okay, well, since we're talking about people we work with, <laughs> I think Shirley. <laughs> I think Shirley has to go from zero to 60. Every time I turn around, she's mad about someone else. Bullshit. <laughs> Always correcting you. You can't say nothing wrong. It isn't. Well, it ain't. This isn't. I mean, as soon as you say something, she's right, she right there. Like, we got to deal with that. Then yeah. you say something to it, and she just started drawing. Then she started drawing. Yeah, right now all of a sudden, we do it. We making a flower that don't really look like a flower. All these damn flowers that look like explosions. There she go now. Anyway, that's 60. Not only did they go zero to 60, uh-huh. once they reach 60, uh-huh. they shut down. They got nothing to say. They quiet oh, that's for the rest now. of the yeah, day. They done oh, shut it down. Let, let, blah, 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 blah. And then after that, so you okay? We cool? Uh, uh, no, we ain't we cool. cool. No, uh-huh. no, Is hell cool? no. Huh? Yeah. Hell no, let's just move on. <laughs> No, no, let's just move on. No, 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 no. Let's just go on and do the show. Because that's Tommy right there. No, no, hell no. All right, we're coming back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. As a matter of fact, this is our last break of the day. Steve's closing remarks. You don't want to miss it. It's been a good day. We'll be back at 49 after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Last break of the day. Time for your closing remarks. Shirley sent me something, and it got me to thinking. Uh, I'm going to share with you what she sent me, but I'm going to paraphrase it so it's more of how I talk because sometimes I get a little stumbled up and it doesn't sound like me if I try to share directly with somebody what somebody sent me. 
So I just want to talk to you about it. I want to just talk to you about this life of abundance that we are all qualified for. I want to talk to you about the life of abundance that God really wants all of us to enjoy. If you're a righteous person, God will give you a life of abundance. I didn't say if you were a saved person, if you are a member of this denomination, if you go to this church, if this is your pastor, if this is your faith. I'm telling you that God has a life of abundance for you if you put your trust and your faith in him. I'm I'm just telling you, and you have to understand that God has equipped you to have this life of abundance. All of you have a gift that was given to you by God at birth. Everyone has one. Now, you may not know what it is, but you have it. But because you've been so bent, so determined to do something to please somebody else, your mother wants you to go to school and get a degree in this. Well, I told him I was going to come down here and get a degree in that, so now I'm going to go get a degree in that. Well, my father went to the Army, so I'm going to the Army. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Army. There's nothing wrong with going to the Army. But if that ain't really what you were created for, you finna waste a lot of time, man. You really, really are. Because God really did equip you for a life of abundance. When he created you, he had a mission in mind for you. He had a mission in mind for me. He gave you a gift. Your gift is a thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. If you identify that gift, there's your greatest chance. Now, here's the deal. When he prepared you for this life of abundance, and he gave you everything you needed to put on every day and go out and make your dreams and your life come true, if you put, if you become passionate about your gift, you can be on your way to making your life happening and your dreams come true. He gives you everything you need to wear to go out and fight it. But what we do is we suit up. We suit up. And we settle in. Well, I got this job now. Well, I don't know. I'm four years away from getting this another degree. I might as well go here. Well, I got a promotion. Now I might as well stay on here. Well, I just already started investing in my 401k. So you suit up, but you settle in. And then, you know what you do? What we often do, and I did it myself for a while, we resign ourselves to living a mediocre life because we won't suit up and go out here and do what God wants us to do. So here's what I'm saying to you. If God didn't gave you all the scuba gear equipment you need, he done gave you the air tanks, the mask, the flippers, the nozzles, the hoses, or air supply. Don't put all this stuff up on and then head to the bathtub. What you doing? You settling in. Head out to the ocean. Get out in that ocean of opportunity. Get out there in some of that deep water. Go out there where God has equipped you to go. 
He done suited you up. He gave you everything you need. But we want to go get in the bathtub where it's safe. Look, man, all of you have the gear to win, the gear to have an abundant life, the gear to be prosperous, the gear to be happy. You have the gear. You got to get out. You got to get out that bathtub and go out there in that ocean, out in that deep water, because out in the ocean is the opportunity. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. You got to go out there in that ocean of opportunity and experience all that God got for you. Some of it, you're going to get tested. You're going to feel like you're going down. You're going to get a sinking feeling, but you're going to be fine. You know why? Because you got to give. You have what it takes. You got to give. It's up to you to jump in. If you don't ever jump in the ocean, you ain't going to really know if you can handle deep water or not. I got you scared of the deep water. I got sometimes that deep water look rough out there. I know you've seen some perp- people try to acquire fame and prosperity and happiness and go out on their own. And I know you've seen them out there sinking and the water look rough. So now you want to stay over here in the bathtub. Ain't no opportunities in the bathtub. All your opportunities out there in the ocean. Now, is there some sharks out there? Yeah. Some barracuda out there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some whales out there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All that's out there. But what's to say you won't be one? Get out the bathtub with all this gear God gave you and jump in that ocean out there and swim like you're supposed to. Swim around. You're going to get the life of your dreams, a life of abundance. That's all I got to say. Thank you very much. Hope you got it. Drop the dog. Drop it. Mike. Yeah. Why you still got it? Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 